Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 130 wait what the fuck did i just say 130 time flies when you are having fun and as always thank you so much for choosing to stop by today's show take a few moments out of your day come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful wednesday of bets also known as wise words wednesday Ooh. also known as september 22nd 2021 now i know you saw the title i know you guys are ready to get into week three i know you guys are get ready to get the insights analysis trends all of the things we usually dish out and more on today's show but before we do please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you are watching on youtube might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional ttl crew content dropping but if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every live show after it is complete Next item up on the docket, depending on what platform you are watching or listening on, if you could be so kind, you can find it in your heart. Got a couple extra seconds to do so. Hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live, hit that share button, let it fly on over to your brothers, sisters, uncles, friends, neighbors, and enemies. TTL is for all first-time betters to the Daily Degenerates. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do, and it only helps us make that aforementioned TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, all in one central location, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, Joining us on today's show, once again, thank you so much for choosing to stop by. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Soroka, and I cannot wait to dive into some week three, a little bit of banter with my partner, a little bit of updates for you guys, and everything in between. But before we do all of that, I have failed one critical key part here at the beginning. I keep saying partner. I keep saying crew, I keep saying we, but have yet to bring in the second half of the Talking the Line Sports Media crew. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, get on your feet and get ready to welcome him in, the man, 
the myth, the degenerate gambling legend and resident cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, bear down, R. Mags, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm going to ignore all of that. I'm feeling damn good. It is Wednesday in the Windy City, wise words, Wednesday. Uh, we're feeling good, man. I am a big fan of these episodes where we get to, uh, you know, give out some of our opinions that we've already kind of locked in, but then, uh, you know, oftentimes talk through a couple and uh, realize a couple things that we like here, uh, you know, after a minute anyway. So I like these episodes so far, my man. I don't know about you. I love them, my friend, because not only, yes, sir, Juan, welcome in, my friend, great to see you uh yeah not only does it give you guys a chance to learn a chance to gain more knowledge but us too mm -hmm. we get to live talk through yeah. lines and kind of live handicap them for you and kind of show you how we would go through some of our processes but hey yeah windy day in the windy city up here yeah. we're starting to get to uh football weather you see me with my quarter zip on i had to stay a little warmer here today you know i mean i don't want to uh I, I don't want to cool myself down at all, so I got to stay mm -hmm. stay a little bit warmer yeah. uh, than yeah. uh, in all aspects right. of my life. You understand what I'm saying? So <laughs> speaking in absolutes here, not but ifs or maybes. All that being said, we got a L O A D E D show coming at you today. You know me, spelling bee champion. I have plenty of words to spell that was on a tough today's one, huh? show. Oh, that one. Well, it was in all caps, so okay, it was okay, it was pretty okay. difficult. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we have. Entire week three preview. If you did not get the week two recap after today's live show or after you watch this one, head on back, check it on out. We went through every one, kind of gave you some thoughts, kind of gave some segues as to where we're going to pick up today. We will do the exact same thing, go game by game. We will start on Thursday. We won't spend as much time because obviously tomorrow's episode is all Thursday night football, right. picks, props, plays, everything in between. And then we have a few key plays that we've already locked in as far as NFL but we're not going to give you away everything. You'll have to come back around on Friday's show. That way, uh, that's when we dish out. You guys know all of our college football plays, all of our NFL plays. We'll have all of that. I Mags pretty much has his NFL card built. I pretty much have my college football card built. Um, we're going to kind of flip the script on that tonight. Yeah. So um, we're kind of tag teaming them both at the same time. And then we're going to kind of compare where we're at, just like we did the week before, how yes, we do and how we feel in partner. And uh, we'll get into it on Friday and not hopefully, I knowfully have another winning weekend, yes, my sir. friend. Now, hey, we told you we wanted to make you aware before this season started that we might be doing so doggone good that you are doggone near close going to want to name your firstborn child. <laughs> Colton. I wasn't sure Ryan, where you're going with that one. Or Riley, right, yeah. Riley, CJ, Soroka Magnuson, whatever your last name is. Because we might pay for your house. We might pay for their first two years mm. of diapers. Mm. I don't know. All I know is that we are about to continue to dish out some winners. So if, if, if you give us that honor, we would be so humbled thank you so much but that all being said let's get into <laughs> let's get into an it. absolutely loaded <laughs> show here today my friends we got plenty of value to talk about plenty of winners to discuss so without further ado it's time for the week three preview all right my friends oh my fault to me to you to all you beautiful people tuning in out there, drinking the black elixir of the gods, hey, yeah, I don't care if you're tuning in at 4 o'clock and having a sip. That's fine. I do the same thing. Get your sip and let's get on with it. Holy cow. <laughs> okay, yep. Mm -hmm. At what point okay. are you going to stop being surprised that you enjoy coffee? 
Probably never, man. Okay, the okay. sips, the sips get better every time. Okay. It, it's almost as if my height taste my my it, it heightened the taste uh, heightens every time okay. I take another sip. It's just <laughs> it's uncanny. The black elixir of the gods, mm. but. Week three preview on tap. All right, my friends, let's get into it. Never know what rabbit hole you're going to go down here at the TTL pod. That's why you tune in, but you also tune in for some insights, analysis, trends, everything in between. So first game on tap. Actually, how about before we get into some games, we discuss some historical trends, Mm. some historical insights we need to know about week three. Yes, sir. And maybe where are we at right now? Well, I'm so glad you asked where we're at right now because I got it right doggone available for you. Favorites so far, straight up. Straight up trends, favorites are 18 and 14, and home favorites are 10 and 8, with away favorites being 8 and 6. These are straight ups? These are straight ups. uh, Straight up in that category. Now, completely different story against the spread. Right. Away teams are leading in this category, 19 and 13 ATS for away teams, 21 and 11 now officially against the number four underdogs in 2021 so far, and away underdogs absolutely destroying the number, 13 and 5 so far, and home dogs 8 and 6 mm-hmm. against the number. So we know that trend so far. Dogs are doing really well. Um, partner, did you have the numbers for less than 50%? I sure do. Teams that are getting less than 50% of bets. Not money, but bets. 20 and 12 ATS. So if you're fading the public every single day, you are 20 and 12 ATS this Absolutely. Year. And when you hear us talk about certain things, I, you hear me talk about a lot of incorporating that into my analysis of, oh, they're only getting 32% of the bets, but mm-hmm. they're getting a whopping 72% of the money. I know you guys have heard me say that before. That's what we mean. Less than 50% of right. those bets, and that is key indicator for sharp money. Sure. Uh, I do believe this past week it was actually split 8-8. Eight eight. Yes. Uh, week 1 was 12-4. and four. Okay, so there you go. So week 1 was there a big, big public it. week. Now, we all know two uh, primetime games. I'm going to over-unders now. Yep. Primetime games are 6-0 and oh to the over. Trend's got to snap sometime. Yep. We might have to discuss that a little bit about today and tomorrow's show. But overall, non-overtime games, we've had 12 overs and 17 unders in overtime games. Obviously, 3-0 and to the over right. tends to be how that right. goes. So, so far this season, it's been an under year, 17-12 and 12 to the under. So I think there's still a lot of opportunity and value out there to be backing those unders on the game totals. Now, all that being said, partner, I know you had some key 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 hey yeah my boy yes it is on covers you uh can check those on league trends you can pop all those um all the way down they consistently update update those all year long so yes sir but i know you had a little something something little nugget here i've got a couple couple i've got a couple and i might even sprinkle a couple in as we talk about some of these lines and that's fine uh i got some big ones okay rip some big ones off because i know there are some that i said oh Mm -hmm. shit i think now everything the stars are aligning if you will so partner please you have the floor okay since 2010 teams that are zero and two straight up when they come into week three they are 52, 36, and 1 against the spread. That's about, uh, what was it, 60%? I forgot to write down the percentage there. Something like that, but you're telling me that teams that are 0-2 are good against the spread in Week 3? That's what I'm saying, yes. Uncanny. Mm-hmm. Uncanny. What else you got? <laughs> Since 2010, when winless teams play an undefeated team, the winless team is 70, 57, and 3 ATS. That oh, is no. the Jets and the Jaguars oh, this no. week. A little above 50%, so... Either both of them cover or at least one of these bad boys cover this week, pal. 
Mm, something to think about, and we will talk about it here shortly. But both don't know me, if I have the balls. Both though. me and you have been old, <laughs> old wrestling, yeah. wrestling yeah. with the Jets and Broncos, and also <laughs> with the Jags and the Cards. <laughs> I still think the Jags are going to jag. I think so. We'll talk about it. We'll see. Right? We'll see. We'll stay see. tuned. Stay locked in. Here we go. Game one. It's going to be all on tomorrow's show, so if you miss anything, you're still thinking, oh, man, I wish I would have heard a little bit more, you'll probably hear it on tomorrow's show. But, again, if you got any questions as we're going game by game, anything, drop them in the live chat. We'll be more than happy to answer them live on Tay Show. Moving right along. Here we go, my friends. Game one, Carolina Panthers, Houston Texans. You tuned in yesterday. You saw us hammer live the Carolina Panthers mm -hmm. minus seven and a half. That was uh, because the announcement of no Davis Mills. Right. Or, or it is now Davis Mills. Yeah, yeah. No Tyrod Taylor. Right. I mean. Uh, so, not very confident in the young man. I think this is going to be at least a 10-point game. I think we'll so. We'll talk about it more in depth. Some of the key trends as well backs a lot of this up. Um, but I do kind of envision this game being a 27 to nothing. I don't see maybe. him scoring more than 10. I don't either, and, you know, maybe a 28-10, we get out of there 38 points, yeah. somewhere in that ballpark, and, you know, I know I'm crazy. If you follow me on the Action Network app, you've already seen me hammer it in. I've hammered it in. The under 43.5 in this game is too doggone yep. tasty. Opened up at 45, good solid value, getting about 50% of money with about 30% of bets, yep. so a little something, something to think about. The public's going to see that 6-0. and Everybody... Everybody has a tweeter, my friends. Yeah. Everybody who bets follows FanDuel Sportsbook, follows Barstool Sportsbook. Right. They put those trends out for a reason, my friends. I, I know they're fun to follow and they make great content, but we're trying to whoop their ass at yeah. the end of the day and take all of their Some of those monies. trends matter. Some of them are yeah. just coincidences. Some of them don't matter at all. Exactly. So, But in this case for me... Ah. My bad. This case for me, Davis Mills, rookie quarterback. He wasn't supposed to see the field within two years, let alone three fucking weeks. He was yeah. terrible last week. Now he's on a short week of preparation against a team that has been a very solid defense, and I mm -hmm. think that's going to continue. J.C. Horn, mm -hmm. we've talked about off-show, I believe, has yeah. been solid as hell. So yeah. I feel very confident about both of these. We'll talk to him. I'll talk about more, obviously, yeah. tomorrow, though. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, we'll talk about it a whole bunch more tomorrow. But actually... And not a slight at any of the uh, the names that I had mentioned. We'll we'll get there in just a second. But not a slight <laughs> at any of the names that I had mentioned just previously. But uh, I wanted to I wanted to make you guys aware of something. Um, be cautious of who you're getting your picks from. And if you're stopping by here, obviously you're getting picks from us too. But be very cautious. And if you're seeing leaderboards floating around the interweb. And people have 150 plays for one week of an NFL season. You know, that means they're playing every money line, every spread, and every single under, and that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Nobody's putting their money on every single play like that. I'm not calling anybody to the carpet. I'm not saying anything in general. I'm just saying, but just I'm not careful. saying. Just be careful. Be careful what you're seeing out there because just because there's brand names... Doesn't necessarily mean they're giving value. So just a little something, something hey, about no big deal. Hey, you know, a little little speed bump real quick. Now back into the show. Forget I even said anything. Who knows? Dan and -an, Dan and -an. Tua out. Tua Ooh. out for the Dolphins. Tua officially ruled out. Fractured ribs. Opening the door for Jacoby Brissett. So the ribs are officially brokened. Yes, sir. Oh boy. Oh, um, maybe we talked about this Tua injury. 
with our guest for episode number three mm-hmm. of Wise Words Podcast, our second podcast. You didn't know we had that. It's dropping today, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, the third episode. Right after we get done with this show, we'll get right into it. So uh, we talked a little bit about the Dolphins, but we've been windy as all shit today. Yeah, let's actually let's get, get rolling. Damn games. All right. <laughs> we can talk about the Dolphins in a minute. Yeah, we'll come uh, We'll come back around tomorrow for the Panthers and the Texans, but those are the two early bets that we've hammered in. Uh, I suggest you get them in before those lines tick down or up for the spread uh, either way on those now. But next game up on tap. Partner, give me some of your thoughts. Give me what you're thinking right off the jump. We got the foosball team out of Washington mm-hmm. and the Beefalo Bills. Could you please indulge me where you might be leaning, where you're thinking, what you're doing, where you're moving? So I'm leaning with all these points. I am actually leaning to the football team. You know, we have kind of pulled back the reins a tiny bit about how much we like this football team, but we still really like them. I know a lot of people have gone full out on them. A lot of people were out on them to begin with. I don't think we've seen the best from this defense. I'm not saying they win this game by any means, but I think they can make this a muddier game uh, than what people are expecting. And last week's game on Thursday Night Football, you know, I'm not buying too much of it as far as their defense is concerned because Mm. those matchups are just that tight and they, they know each other so well. They know how to pick each other apart. Yeah, you say that. And a lot of, you'll see a lot of media out there right now is, saying, oh, that Washington football team defense got carved up by Daniel Dimes, and oh, you have exactly as many sacks as Chase Young with 113 less attempts. And yeah, there's a lot of things, but I just believe they had a tough matchup with the Chargers in week one, and Mm -hmm. then week two... It's a tight divisional matchup. It's a tight divisional matchup, and that's how it happens every year in Washington. I don't know why the Giants play better in Washington against the football team than they do in New York. It makes zero sense, but they do it every year, and they gash him. And Danny Dimes did classic what Danny Dimes does. We kind of anticipated that. So nothing that I really am too concerned about. I really think that they're going to come back to full form, and I think this is overpriced as all shit, kids. I think this is way, way, way too much. I think that everybody's is it kind of going to be, they already are. It's evidence. They're already running to the bills. Um, what I'm thinking is the books price this around eight and a half to get it a little bit lower out of that key number of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have got it closer to there, everybody and their dogs are going to run to the football yep. team with this. And especially with how bills 35, nothing shut out the Miami dolphins last right. week. I think this is why you're seeing this exact line. And I put this way closer to a field goal game than I do anything. And I, as a matter of fact, have already hammered in so the football I. team plus eight and a half. I'm not too certain that it's shorten that'll get all the way down to seven and a half. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to move that hard. But we did look at a few things. And, uh, you know, we did the uh, season previews and a lot of the key numbers from there were uh, from credited to Warren Sharp. And uh, this one was actually one that has moved severely since. What was uh, this one? Do you remember? I, I believe it was at nine or ten. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, that even that even kind of shows yeah. me more like, oh, nobody would buy into that. Let's drop it down. Right. So that's my thoughts. I got no real thoughts yet on the total. I think I'm gonna have to kind of. St- I, I was like, oh, football team's gonna be an under team this year. Dark, yeah. Dark. I, I, uh. Yeah. I'm staying away from that total on that yeah. one. So we'll stay away from that in general. Any other closing thoughts on the foosball team bills? Not on that one. I mean, you know, like I said, a lot of people are out, but it's not like their offense was brutal on Thursday night last week. And maybe you don't like the Giants defense, but I I think they can score on Buffalo. I'm not concerned about that, really. I think this kind of turns into a shootout, honestly. I mean, you look at the Dolphins last week. That was just a bad situation that they got themselves into. And, uh, you know, I don't think the Dolphins, even if Jacoby Brissett has a week to prepare, I don't think they get shut out against them like that again. Critical key stops are what makes it the Bills win the game Mm -hmm. 28 to 27 the they score four touchdowns football team scores three and two field goals okay that's my call they they can't get over the hump lose it 28 27 another brutal one okay 
There you go. Early thing. Oh, boy. Here we go. What do we got now? Next one up on tap. The Blue Horseshoe, Indianapolis Colts, mm. going <laughs> into Tennessee to play the Titans. My partner's chuckling because he knows I have a certain stance on this side here. But either way, partner, any early thoughts here before I absolutely run down the tracks with this one? Uh, no, I mean, the only early thoughts is I'll just preface this by saying we aren't fully sure who's playing quarterback. But I feel like since we don't know that at this point, I kind of have to think that it's going to be Carson Wentz. Um, if Jacob Eason is the starting quarterback, I personally have some more concerns, but partner, go ahead and take it away. All right, my friend. Well, I appreciate it. I do firmly believe, and I might look like a total jackass in a few days on Friday mm -hmm. when they come out with the final announcements and updates, but I do believe that Carson Wentz is going to be just fine. Frank Wright came out and said that some uh, two key things that really made me, my ears perk up, if you will. They, he said... Carson heals incredibly fast, mm -hmm. and if there's even a fraction of him playing uh, a minuscule amount, he's going to be in that game. So I got to believe what the head coach is saying, and especially with knowing how he was in Philly, I believe Carson Wentz is going to play this game. I'm a little bit concerned that he gets a little too reckless, and then maybe next week he might be out for a little while, yeah. but I think he's going to be okay. I, I think these are minor ankle sprains. I think him rolling around in a wheelchair around the Colts facility is just kind of a facade. Yeah. I don't think it's really that bad. And I'm all over the Colts, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't, if you couldn't tell by now, I am probably going to be backing every underdog that goes into Tennessee if it is around five to six points yeah. because that is a perfect four, four and a half to six and a half points, honestly, guys, right. because that four, this was at four and a half, and that is a critical key number for me this year. It is right above that key number of three. And when we talk about key numbers, if you guys don't know what we mean by key numbers, three, six, seven, ten, how games typically spreads finish. That's right. typically why you see so many key numbers for those of you new betters out there. Hey, by the way, we're going to try and start doing that. We know we have a lot of daily degenerates that come and love the show as well, but some new betters that are kind of wanting to know that aspect mm -hmm. to it too. So we'll be sure to do that as well. But that's why I love it. And one key thing, man, and I'll, I'll talk about it some more and I'll talk about different stuff on Friday because it's the, the Colts plus five and a half I have locked in and I do believe it's going to be one of my best bets of the day. Um, 90% of the people that I respect in the industry have already sided with the Titans, despite the Colts only getting 20% of bets with 52% of actual money wagered. So uh, we talked about that earlier on in the show here, mm -hmm. my friends, about that being sharp action. Now, I do consider myself more of a sharp in the NFL, and uh, yeah, that's sharp action. I had to dip my toe in with that as well. So adding on to that partner, this one falls into that trend of the 0-2 straight up teams covering in week three. Also, this is uh, kind of the Colts season in the early part of this season. If they lose this, go 0-3 and, and the Titans Gone. are 2-1 in this division. This is division, incredibly important. It's, it's incredibly wildly important. important. It's and, uh, the most important game of their season now and going forward. And I said, oh, I'll probably be back in dogs going into Tennessee, but didn't tell you why. There's a key reason yeah, as yeah, to yeah. why. Since Mike Vrabel has been the head coach of the Titans, including this season, they are 6-9-1 ATS as a home favorite. Mm -hmm. I'll get you for sure all the home numbers, all a couple of rest differentials. Some, I, I got you some good stuff coming on Friday, so make sure you tune into that. But I, I'm more than leaning. My happy ass has stood on the edge of the cliff, yeah. done one of these, and said... Fuck it, I'm in, and jumped all over the Colts. Well, last thing here, we don't have as many this week as far as overreactions as we did last week, but you have an overreaction of the oh, public oh, seeing the Colts. O-V-E-R-R-E-A-C-T-I-O-N, overreaction. Yeah, and uh, 
you have the Colts going coming in 0 2, and the Titans getting a huge win in Seattle. This is too good to be true for the Titans here. Way too good. And I tweeted that out last night too. Um, one final closing thought. We'll move along. Um, yeah, the Titans barely, uh, absolute brutal beatdown in this same spot right. as a home favorite against the Cardinals right. in week one. And then squeak one out, even though I love the play, squeak one out in week two is way too good to be true here, especially right under that key number of six at five and a half. Yes, so sir. I will gladly, gladly, gladly be taking the Colts because I believe it's there because they want everybody to be hammering right below the key number. Right. That's why. Moving it right along, my friends, here we go. Another one that actually both sides fall into that trend you mentioned, and I'll have you mention it again, and I know there's probably another trend you're going to mention. What am I talking about? The Atlanta Falcons and the New York City football giants. Yep. Both teams, 0-2 straight up. Both teams are 0-and... Nope, the Falcons are 0-2 ATS. The Giants 1-1. One ATS. Right. Now, focus on that 0-2 straight up. Remember what we've already told you. And partner, please indulge us one more time. Why this is so intriguing. So the original that trend? And, yep. And okay. Then you're so the, the 0-2 straight up teams in week 3, 52 and 36. But the one that might separate this one since 2003 when two winless teams play, the underdog is 62-37-4 and four at 63% partner. So that plus three, I was already kicking this one back and forth. Keep rocking, and I'll be right back. Yeah, no problem. I mean, these trends don't typically be, they aren't typically the end all be all of my opinions here, but I was kind of leaning towards the three points with the Falcons. I don't think we've seen, I mean, we certainly haven't seen the best from the Falcons by any means, and I'm not saying this Falcons team is going to go off and reel off a bunch of wins, but. The Giants, like we kind of talked about when we talked about the football team, they just play Washington well. I think they might regress a little bit on uh, on both sides of the ball here. And not one of my best bets, but I'm starting to lean towards the Falcons here, partner. What about you? Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Danny Dimes, 4-10 and 10 ATS uh, at home mm. in his career. Mm. Little bit, uh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, that's rough. A uh, little bit, a uh, little bit of nugget there for you as well. So, man, sixty-three percent though. That's uh, yeah, yeah, sixty-three percent. I man, I am, uh, I'm definitely concerned about the Giants and have gotten burned now twice at minus two and a half or minus three so far on the season. So yep. one of the key things you got to take stock of trends that are maybe hurting your betting performance, right. and that I think is one of them. And we got two, three other trends to back it up in between. Right. So. I'm not running to it. I'm not calling it a best bet because I don't know how crazy right, I it's am. Still kinda, yeah, back it's in the still, dirty birds, because I know, the I know. dirty birds have been dirty. They've been dirty so far. In a bad so way. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll definitely talk about it. But it's something we got a lot of question marks around the Falcons and the football, or no, the uh, New York Giants. I'm right. sorry, not the football team. Next game up on tap, uh, as you, we will definitely uh, talk about the Falcons and Giants more if we do have anything on them, but very concerning, so maybe stay a little bit away. Next game up on tap, Baltimore Ravens and Detroit Lions. The mm. knee biters start the season O, kneecap biters start the season O and 2, and the Falcons start, no, the Falcons, what am I doing? The birds. Ravens, another bird, start 1 and 1 after the Monday night thriller, Sunday mm. night thriller it was. Uh, with the Chiefs now. Oh boy, um, minus seven and a half. Yeah, minus seven and a half. Uh, total is set at forty nine. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that I am going to play either side. I don't think that I'm going to really lean either way in here. I think that Baltimore should get it done by two touchdowns. 
I also think that Detroit is very sneaky this year. I know they got absolutely destroyed by the pack, but why would that be at seven and a half right. if so? So it's going to be a hard stay away from me, maybe under 49 and a half. But then again, I don't really know. Maybe the Lions could start scoring again. Then again, the Ravens could shut down golf and that entire offense. Too many question marks. I'm talking through it. You're hearing the question marks as I'm putting them out of my yeah. face. So this one's going to be hard to stay away from me, partner. What are you feeling? I'm mostly right there with you. This might be, uh, if I'm making a teaser, the Ravens might be my prime candidate for a mm. teaser here because I really don't see how they lose to the Lions here. I sure. I'm gonna, I am gonna. didn't look into the over-under money splits on this one. I, I would be a little interested in the over. Uh, you know, Baltimore's defense hasn't really impressed me. And, I mean, you mentioned the Lions struggling in the second half. A lot of that was some wet ball action. And this one's going to be in the Dome in Detroit. So... I could see this one going over. I Like sure. I said, I want to look at some more money splits before I hammer that in and say confidently that I'm taking it. But I'm going to be interested in the Ravens as a teaser uh, play for sure on this one. Most definitely. And my goofy ass, I always preach having two pins mm -hmm. on you. And I totally forgot the sucker. So I'm going to have to grab one here and again. I'm going to have to get up here in a second <laughs> once I tell you. So I'll grab that and I'll be back here in a half a second. But you probably actually have a lot of stuff on this one. So you'd be able to be a little windy for us here for a minute. The next game up on tap. Arizona Cardinals and Jacksonville Jaguars. That also does fall into the trend. My partner keeps mentioning of the 0-2, playing an undefeated team, uh, completely defeated, playing a completely undefeated team. Right. So, partner, give us your thoughts. I know that uh, me and you both would lean to the Jags getting that 7.5, but I think I need to be talked off the ledge, and I think um, everybody else needs to be talked off the ledge too. Yeah, I will do my BRB. best here to rationalize here on all of this one. So as my partner mentioned, Cardinals minus 7.5. The easy play here seems like the Cardinals, right? It, it seems too good to be true. The Jags just got clapped, uh, what was it, by 10 in? They had a special teams touchdown. should have been more than that to the Broncos in Jacksonville. Now you got this high-flying offense and the Cardinals coming in. Uh, a couple of those trends that we mentioned fit into the Jags here as far as the 0-2 two, oh straight-up teams and the winless team playing the undefeated team. Other thing to add to this, Cliff Kingsbury as a favorite, four and eight ATS. He, this is a classic letdown spot in the early parts of this Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury era here in Arizona, and it seems fucking crazy. But I, I, I like I don't know how to talk myself into the Jags at the same time though, other than talking yourself out of the Cardinals. So I think this might even be a clean stay away. Cardinals sounds like it could be a teaser ad, but it wouldn't shock me if some even crazier stuff happened and, uh, you know, this isn't even closer or I feel even, I feel psychotic saying the Jags can win this game because I don't, I don't see it happening, but this just seems like the classic, what the hell was that? How have we seen what How we've seen and now the yeah. Jags come out like this? I, I'm staying so far away on all aspects of this game, I think, I think, but, you know, all signs, all trends are pointing to the Jags, but... As you say, go ahead and say it as far as the Jags. Jags going Jag, my friend. And, you know, I know we got some TTL faithful that are uh, Jags fans. I think they would agree with you, though. And, and right now, <laughs> I mean, we were high as all can be on them to start mm -hmm. the season. And, you know, I, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be kind of that's a way, yeah. I think, as well. Um, I could definitely see something stupid happening. So I would say avoid the Cardinals in any of your teasers and... 
This might just be an avoid altogether, my friends. Right. And uh, there's a couple seven and a halfs, and we like a few of them, so don't you worry. I guess the case would be that maybe that Cardinals defense is nowhere. Like, that would take away week one. Look at last week when the Vikings put up, I don't remember exactly, 30-plus points. Maybe that's this is the week where the Jags offense looks competent, and they keep it in a, within a touchdown. That's my rationalization here. Possibly. Possibly. But I don't know Jags how much I can Jags. buy into them. I'm not Jags, buying into it. Jags, Jags, Jags going Jags. So there you go. All right. Next game up on tap, we are still in the 12 p.m. Central Standard mm-hmm. Time, 1 Eastern Time slate. This one is most likely going to be one of my best bets of the day. Probably is. I've already hammered it Same in. I have. The Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs are laying six and a half to the Chargers mm-hmm. that have been incredibly scrappy in a division game. Um, there's no way that this game does not finish... By maybe one point, by uh, okay, a field goal. But this game's gonna be insane. And to give the Chiefs six and a half against the Chargers, let me tell you what this is. This is the books letting the public see the brand name of the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. Bounce back game, baby. This is. This is. I'm being the public. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is, and I'm being the sharks. Yeah, go ahead. Being go the ahead. Squares, go I'm ahead. being the sharks. Uh, so then you have the. Shitty Chargers, mm-hmm. who always seem to have bad luck happening to them, and all these things are terrible. But if you're a fan of the TTL pod, you know they have removed the Anthony Lynn anchovies from that pizza that is the Chargers organization. And now, not too shabby. And I don't chalk last week up to it being a goofy, fluky loss. Yep. I chalk it up to be in the refs and some nonsense happening. So, I'm not concerned about buying the plus six and a half with the Chargers. I am all over it. I think they keep this game extremely, extremely, extremely close. I don't know. I mentioned it yesterday's show, but I don't know how much of a wake-up call it was for the Chiefs. I still think, much like the Jags going Jag, the Chiefs going Chief. The Chiefs are going to show up. I, I, at least on the spread. At least on the spread. They're going to show up yep. in the first half, dominate. Then they're going to dick around in the third quarter, let the team back in, dick around even more in the fourth quarter, and then get the victory right somehow squeak it out just like every time i don't think them losing that game on monday or sunday night was enough of a cherry on top of the cake for them to be like okay yeah we need to hammer down for mm-hmm. four full quarters no we still have kelsey or tyreek and i can run around in 17 circles and stick it behind my head and oh look there's kelsey in the middle of the field touchdown eh? they just know they have that capability so that all being said I just don't see this one uh, not being a shootout, my friend. Yeah, I'm with you on that because this I mentioned it, I believe, yesterday in our recap. There's problems with this Chiefs defense, and this Chargers, de- or Chargers offense can get to them, no doubt about it. I actually bought the half point just for a little bit more insurance at plus 7, minus 125 because uh, this one, uh, you know, the Chiefs offense is just that high flying that I felt the insurance was necessary. I do still love the 6.5. Mr. Andy Reid in Kansas City since, uh, I believe this is since 2013, 31-33-2 as a home favorite. Obviously not terrible numbers, but not profitable. And as a home favorite in the Patrick Mahomes era since he took over as a starter, 14-13-1 as a home favorite. So obviously, uh, you know, a positive record, but not profitable at all and uh with this many points i've got no concerns as far as taking the chargers no problem at all and uh don't you think you know 
Six and a half, right below that key number of seven. The Chiefs have to be able to get right. this done. I mean, come on. We have to hammer the minus six and a half, right, partner? Most no, definitely, right? I don't think no. so, pal. I don't think so. And we'll be talking about it more on Friday's show as to exactly why we're going to take that plus six and a half with the Bolts. And I love that you mentioned last week's game because it was just a, it was a really weird game. And I love <laughs> you mentioned the defense, too, because that's something I neglected yeah. as well. And this Chargers defense is the real fucking deal, mm-hmm. Holyfield. It's I've not got, bad at all. i got no concerns in them at all. Yeah, and... uh. I we've been high on the Chargers for the last three months. I don't think the public is quite there yet, you no. know. So I, I love it, man. I'll I love keep it. buying in. I'll keep buying in, especially. Wouldn't shock me if they won. I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not gonna sprinkle money line. I don't think, but it wouldn't shock yeah. me at all. No, not at all. Especially a two field goal and a hook dog. Yep. Give it to me all day long. Hey, one thing too popped into my head while you were talking there. I appreciate the absolute hell out of you guys. The absolute just to the damn moon and back. And if there's a moon beyond the moon, that one too, because you guys are the shit. You know, I'll talk about it in my motivation minutes. Um, but I had some some serious, you know, they weren't even flaming arrows. You know, you ever watch those old war movies? They fucking roll the catapult out onto the mm-hmm. battlefield and they mm-hmm. light that son of a bitch mm-hmm. on fire mm-hmm. and shoot it across the field. <laughs> That's the fucking shit that was flying at me yesterday. And, uh, you know, there's not enough armor on the planet that can prepare you for some situations like that. And generally, those motherfuckers are so big, you can't really run left or right. So you just got to eat them off the chest. Mm. So I'll talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit more. But instantaneously, I hit the start streaming button, and I thought about coming on and talking to you guys, and I instantaneously got happier. I've just, my whole vibe, everything changed, and I just can't thank you guys enough for giving us this opportunity to do this. And just, we do this for you guys, and you guys showing up and being around hits me right in the heart. So I appreciate the absolute shit out of each and every one of you. Enough sappy shit, okay? Just go go and get your Kleenexes and let's get back into week three. All right, here we go. I love all you guys. Appreciate the hell out of you. Back into it. Next game, up on tap. We have... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bear down. Chicago Bears at the Cleveland Browns. Partner, I can't say it because it is the golden effing rule of football. You do not bet on your favorite team yeah, yeah, you being a Packers fan, you can go against that a lot more than the average NFL fan. Please, please, please lay it on us. Your thoughts on the game between the Bears and the Browns. I'm sick Right now one, at dude. plus seven and a half. Plus seven and a half. I can't tell. I like the Bears in this one, believe it or not. I There's still a lot of concerns with the Bears. I'm not saying the Bears are going to get this win. But these, Bear down. there's a few angles that I can go with this. A, the Bears typically play these games. You know, this Browns offense isn't an offense that I am. It's not like the Rams where I'm worried about the Rams absolutely scorching the Bears defense. Uh, like I said, I think the Browns win this game, but I think the Bears make it closer. And, uh, you know, one thing here, Browns 3-6 and six ATS at home under Kevin Stefanski. They just keep games closer than you would expect. Obviously, I mean, they only beat the Texans by 10, and Davis Mills played a decent amount of snaps there last week. So, And that game really wasn't a two-score game. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was, we got to remember that was 14-14 at right. halftime. Not to mention, you've got some receivers out for the Browns. Their running tech should be fine, but I'm wondering if it's going to be a little more predictable this week because I don't know where Baker Mayfield's going to throw the ball, man. 
I don't know where he throws the ball at all, and I cannot believe that those sweet <laughs> words I'm backing the Chicago Bears are coming out of your mouth because then it opens the door and frees me of any responsibility of potentially cursing my team, and I can just back my partner. I can just roll with him. This is not my play. I'm not backing my favorite team. I, I, this is not my favorite play of the day. I don't know what my record was last <laughs> year. I The only one I remember was the playoff game. They hit the back door for me at the last second. So. <laughs> yeah. Anytime he backs the Bears, you best believe the Bears are going to win because what he does not like to do, or at least cover, because what he does not like to do is back a team that he absolutely hates, and then they stiff him even harder. So he yeah. will not do that. Yeah. You better believe that this is a good bet, and this is not coming from me. Uh. The Bears homer who's wearing a fucking Bears logo on his chest. It's not coming from me. They are going to be without Jarvis, already announced. Make, uh, OB, OB, Check what OB, I was wearing. Uh, OBJ. <laughs> Already out. Yep. I have made the early prediction that you're not going to see him in a Cleveland Browns uniform again this season. That doesn't leave all too many other options. Uh, Peoples-Jones, I believe, is the uh, Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Peoples Jones. Yeah. Um, he showed some flashes last year, but you know, I think that they're going to be pretty run heavy. The Bears are going to know that. That's one thing the Bears excel at. I still have a little bit of concern in the secondary department. They showed a lot of improvement. Eddie Jackson showed the hell up like he needed to with his all-pro ass. And the front seven that needs to show up at least showed up last yes. week. Yes. Uh, Tashawn Gibson showed up. Uh, the rookies, everybody looked good. Everybody looked good, but we have to continue to build on that and carry that on. So, mm-hmm. and all being said, I won't get too much more homer and get all wild with you. I could go on forever and ever and ever because I also love Jalen Johnson to continue to improve. After I watched him so long in college, I, I just I love the kid. But that all being said, I think this is a very solid bet. I would definitely put this uh, closer to a field goal. And oh, 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 if you do not follow Max Markham on Twitter or at PFF Doc and you're a Bears fan, I suggest you do now because critical key information has come out about the Andy Dalton injury. And if you're not a Bears fan, this is also critical and key too. Andy Dalton apparently has injured the cartilage in between his femur and tibia that also separates in between the knee so no major structural or no major ligament anything like acl pcl important shit down there though but cartilage important (laughs) as shit for sure like it's just like metal rubbing on metal that Mm -hmm. doesn't work so that being said with that type of injury you need at least a month of rest for like no surgery no nothing but you need the month of rest for it to recoup so for at least the next three games Justin Fields is our starter he is our starting quarterback so opens up a lot more stuff I can't wait for Andy Dalton to come back week eight oh hey piss off (laughs) pal all that being said there you go Bears and Browns next game up on tap I'm worried about this one too partner I need you you, I need you to uh, figure this one out Mm. for me because I got no doggone idea I I really want Mm. to uh back the man that's cutting checks all uh, mm-hmm. off season and into the regular season now, Mr. Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um, New Orleans Saints versus New England Patriots. Line is uh, favored for the Patriots minus three right now. Where are you feeling? Where are you leaning? I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm kind of right where you are, my man. I am more of a toss up and maybe more of a stay away from me because I just am not 100 percent sure. Because I mean, the Saints team, 38-3 over my pack, and then they lay an egg against the Panthers. They had Which a lot was our of best bet of the season yeah, so far, yeah, by the way, 100. Uh, percent But the Saints had so many of their coaches out because of COVID protocol. I. I don't, I, I don't know the status. I think yeah. they get a lot of those guys back. Hey. I don't know how much of that that played into last week. But third game traveling too. Yeah, yeah. So 
I'm, I'm leaning towards the Patriots. I am. I, I think I just have to stay away because maybe Jameis comes back and he's, you know, famous Jameis and not Jameis Winston. And so. we also talked about Mac Jones does roll damn tide. Look really solid for a rookie quarterback to be yeah, able to command the enough. team, to be able to do what he needs to do. But is that solid enough? Like if Jameis is cooking, win- I don't think it's enough. And no, and I don't think it's enough to have a shootout. Right. I don't think it's That's enough to saying. have a shootout with Jameis. And man, very similar to the Falcons and the Giants. Minus three, plus three. We've gotten burned. I already said it on this show three times already right. this year at the minus three. So, And one thing I want to look up before Friday's show I think is... It's set up. I think it is, and I think I'm going to stay away. One thing I want to look up is... It's probably a small, small sample size. Jameis Winston's success against Bill Belichick in his career, which probably it's only a couple of games, but maybe he's been fantastic against their defenses. Maybe he's been terrible, so that might uh, push me one way or another. Maybe you didn't hear that at all. I did. Okay. I did. I did for sure. <laughs> You're looking at uh, me. <laughs> no, but I also, I also for our next game, I got some additional stuff that I, okay. I already talked about. You got any breaking news or? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. No, I, I, I don't have any breaking news. Okay. I was just Russell I was just... Gage Falcons considered week to week with ankle injury suffered on Sunday. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Could it's questionable. So nothing, nothing crazy yeah, to no. report or have note there. But I, my eyes flicked on over. You were, you were literally what you were saying was entailing me to go over to our next game. Um, and, and I'll talk about it just in a second, but nothing else I really have on uh, the Saints and the Pats. We'll, okay. We might talk about it a little bit more, but I do think it is a setup. I think that minus three is a setup for the Pats, and why Why would it only be a field goal with after all the shit show we've already seen from the Saints? I, I don't makes know. No sense. I don't know. makes no sense. So what you were saying segued me into this, okay? Uh, yeah, similar number, similar everything. Now, you got it at three and a half over there. Look where the fuck I got it. And look where the fuck we hammered it in. Yeah. So I'm. Oh. <laughs> well, I haven't up. I haven't refreshed this in about an hour. So check the money and bets if you would okay. for me. Well, I get this stage set because holy fuck, I think this is my best, 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 best five star whale play shark. Mu- fuck me up a creek. Okay, <laughs> here we go, boys and girls. Next game on tap: Cincinnati Bengals and the. Damn! Did we catch the? Go ahead, Pittsburgh go ahead. Steelers. We go caught ahead. the fucking number. We <laughs> caught ahead. the number, my guy. We caught the fucking number because I saw it before. Go now. I, I call me crazy, but go now. Hammer the shit out of the Bengals plus three and a half. If you can find it, if you can find it at plus four, bang. The, it's down to three though. Bang the fuck out of it. If you can find it at four on any books, bang it. Now, why do I say this? If you listen to both the Steelers and the Bengals season preview, we went through every single line, every single week. We had access all the way through week 18 for every single team, and we gave you our early projections. We told you this line opened up at six and a half. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bengals coming off a brutal beat to my Chicago Bears. Bear down. The Steelers Mm -hmm. coming back against the Bills, and then looking absolutely terrible last week. Against the Raiders. Against the Raiders. Autumn win is a Raider. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I could forget. And then you're telling me that we looked yesterday, and they were getting roughly around 60% bet, 60% money, Uh and it was getting easier Mm -hmm. for the Steelers to cover that Mm -hmm. game. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can deduct basic ideas there. In the trend of our show, the last and the, the trend three weeks, of our so O B E R R E A C T I O N. This is the overreaction line of yep. the week. We both hammered it in. I got him to side over with me this morning at plus four. I said, partner, this is just 
this is too much. This I had it in my head, and then yeah, I know I got here. And it then doesn't it was make fine. much, and yeah, I uh, I wanted to. Uh, uh oh, what do you got, Juan? What uh, Steelers might not be ready by Sunday? Ooh, what? And Steelers might not be ready by Sunday. Okay, look, 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 partner. We, Go ahead, keep we going. We might have got the F U C K I N G. I can spell that too. Line of the week. Oh my goodness. So we locked it in at four. Um. I don't know that I'm going to sprinkle money line. The way everything's shaking out now, it's already down to three. It's getting easier for them to cover. And now, sharp money has started to buy back in on the Bengals. I'm interested. I am interested. Are you finding anything on that or anything? Not quite yet, no. Uh, okay. Either way, if you got any more info, uh, drop it down, Juan. We absolutely love that shit. Uh, absolutely love that. So, uh, drop anything down you got on that. But, yeah. Um, we will talk about it more on Friday. It will be my best bet of the weekend. I do declare, but, uh, just wanted to make you guys, oh, big Ben, big Ben, not the Steelers. Hey, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Good either shit. way though. Good shit. Hey, either way. Thanks for, for I mean, the notification. Cause yeah. yeah, we were, we were talking about that pre-show and bro, if it's Mason Rudolph against the Bengals, D, either way, man, they hate each other. They hate each uh, other. Either and way, I don't though. care how the Bengals, I don't D care if it's big Ben. Honestly. I, I, I don't care who it is. I don't care what's going on. And I, then you saw it with the Raiders last week. Yeah, we'll, hey, we'll talk about it. This more is the on worst Friday version show. of Big Ben we've ever seen. I promise you, we'll talk about it more on Friday's show. And I said it yesterday. I'll say it a hundred. Oh yeah, right. It's Peck. That's right. I didn't know he had Pecks. Hmm. <laughs> Little. Uh, that all being said, I told you guys yesterday. That Steelers team's fugaze. Yeah, fugaze, fugaze, fugaze. Stay away. And boy, oh boy, if you can find it for anywhere. Slam the shit out of it, but we'll talk about it more on Friday. All right, let's keep it moving, keep it grooving. Here we go. Next game up. Oh boy, partner, I think I gotta talk you off the ledge on this one, or maybe we both gotta. Uh, maybe I think we I've both already gotta, been talked off. Hey, maybe we gotta grab onto each other okay. and then just jump together. Who gives a shit? <laughs> New York Jets, Denver Broncos, going into Mile High Stadium are the New York Jets. Zach Wilson, after getting absolutely obliterated by the Patriots defense last weekend, now faces an equally tough defense in. Vic Fangio's ratcheted up nonsense. <laughs> to Denver. To Denver. I can't now, do it. we're all laughing. I can't do it. Because he says he can't do it. And I bet you find this somewhere in a bet slip somewhere, somewhere, somehow. We're both kind of leaning Jets plus 10.5. Now, that falls back into that trend. The 0 uh, 2 straight up teams, but also the winless teams to play undefeated teams. So, two, two trends there. Two solid historical trends. And with it covering at 55 to 60%. It's got to be one of these damn teams, and I still think the Jags going Jag, and I think I lean to the Jets. I, I don't so, know too. how. I don't know why. I'm not worried about the elevation because Zach Wilson played at BYU, so we're cool there. He yes, played sir. in elevation. He knows what it's like. He knows how he has to prepare. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I know the Jets are banged up. I know the Jets don't look worth a shit. I and you know, it's honestly the exact time the books get you, my friends. Oh, yeah. When you're saying. Because I certainly ain't hammering the Broncos. I'm not hammering the Broncos. No, I, I love Teddy. You've heard me go up and down on this show about Teddy Two Gloves. Sure. I will never not back Teddy, but 10.5 is way too damn much. I thought six last week was way too damn much against the Jags, and, you know, it just so happened that the Jags continued to jag. So, Not to mention, Zach Wilson was absolutely brutal last week. And he might be, I think he's going to struggle against his Denver defense. I don't think he's going to throw four picks type of struggle. Oh, no. What do you got? He's a Steelers fan. Oh, no. All right. Well, that helps us even more, I think. But, uh, you know, on the Jets, man, 
<sighs> am I going to be there with them on Sunday? I don't know. I really don't know because I am I leaning know. towards there because, like I said, they might it was teased. bad last week, but I don't think it would be that bad. And this Denver offense, I, I like the Denver offense, but it wouldn't surprise me if they only put up 20 points max. Yeah, it might get teased. It might get teased. I might buy an extra four something around there get through know. like 14 get like 14 and a half i don't know I, i'm i don't know i'm intrigued as all hell by it but uh if we do have anything we'll talk about it a little bit more but uh definitely very similar to um our falcons and giants yeah. and our saints yeah. and bats big old question mark game not 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 maybe not necessarily staying away but big old question marks not hammering anything in right now now Next game up, I am very concerned here, folks. I have no idea where right. I want to go because this just seems way too easy. And anytime I've said, ah, this is way too easy, this should happen, yeah. I said it on yesterday's show, it never does. So we have the Miami Only Dolphins. We about one, I think, so far. Yeah. The Patriots last week. Yeah, 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 they're correct, correct. That's it. The Miami, that's, it. that's it. Miami Dolphins going into the Death Star mm -hmm. in Las Vegas to play the Autumn Wind. Mm -hmm. The Autumn Wind wears a silver hat upon his head and sure is does. laying three and a half points to the Finns in LA or LV. Now, oh, that three and a half just seems too damn easy. No Tua, we already talked about it. The Jacoby Raiders have looked set, fantastic. The Raiders have looked terrific. How did they beat the Steelers at home or in Pittsburgh? How did they beat the Ravens in week one? What are we talking about? And then you pull that up and we have just about every key highlighter as far as sharp <laughs> money, big money, professional systems on one of the most trusted apps we use called mm -hmm. the Action Network app. So, if you want to cash tickets all day long, follow me at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Follow Riley at rmags. And then our best bets of the day every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, too, at Talking the Line. Free plug for you there, Action Network. You're welcome. But back into the Miami Dolphins and Las Vegas Raiders. I can't buy the three and a half. I bought the three and a half no. last week, and they got shut the F out. Right. 35 to nothing. There is no way I'm buying in on that again. I know. But I also don't think there's any way I can buy in on the three and a half. No. Because the this is classic. Classic, classic Gruden Raiders letdown spot. I was reading some numbers. Gruden, after a straight-up win, I believe is around 40% cover. After a multi-win, it's oh. around 30% oh. ATS, man. Doesn't surprise me at all. Ha. He said, man. He said, man. Like, like a Gruden hey, would man. say there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, me all, man. <laughs> you know, I don't think it matters who's playing quarterback for the Dolphins either, man. I, you know, Jacoby Brissett, that was, that, I lost it there. I went to Wisconsin yeah, yeah. Little, little, there. Yeah, a little Wisconsin, Wisconsin Gruden, Gruden for sure. Uh, but Jacoby Brissett was terrible last week. But, uh, uh, you know, if you give him a week to prepare, I'm not saying they win the okay. game. I'm not saying I'm going to be confident enough. Uh, you know, he's played competent football throughout his career when he has the time to prepare. So... Uh, and on top of that, this is classic Raiders letdown spot. You say, hey, the Raiders are back. And then they, they I wouldn't be shocked if they lost this game because it's such a classic Raiders letdown spot. But am I going to back it? I, I, I don't know. I don't no. know that I have the balls for it. I don't. And I'm calling it a stay away. Uh, there's too many question marks between me and you. We had too many differentiating question marks. So I'm calling it a stay away on the Finns and the Raiders. Now, uh, did you have, uh, did you hammer them in? The Vikings? Yes, I did. Well, I would. That's why I said them, not the you fucking this guy in his fucking tee ups. <laughs> yeah, obviously, here we go. Seattle Seahawks and the Minnesota <laughs> Vikings. Um, that's what. <laughs> so, reason why I uh, was gonna say that because this is probably gonna be one of my best bets. I was gonna yeah, tee it up with that. This is gonna be one of my best bets. Probably. <laughs> oh yeah, the Vikings. Weekend. Yeah, yeah. Probably plus three star. Um, yeah, yeah, the Vikings. Totally, dude. Totally. Yeah, they're good as fuck. <laughs> so, so why I like the plus one uh, and a half. Um, actually said it yesterday. The Vic this is going to be the team that the Vikings are. We saw it, the insane missed field goal, yep. one-point victory for the Cardinals. We saw the overtime thriller against the Bengals in week one. 
that's what the Vikings are, and that's what they're going to be. They right. have just enough defense to keep them in games when it really counts, but and they, have they also have job. just enough offense at <laughs> the hang same with time. Everybody. Exactly. And you know what I've seen from Kirk Cousins? He's had that if I die, I die mentality on the field, like that he had to, when COVID first came around, that whole thing, the, the shirt they made and whatever. But he just looks like a kind of a different version of Kirk Cousins. Like, I'm going to get this fucking play converted regardless of yeah. what happens. And, and I hate to say that as a Bears fan and the damn Vikings, but he just looks like, okay, I, I'm not going to worry about taking this sack. I'm going to step up. I'm going to step out. And if, okay, if I got to throw it away, I throw it away. But yeah. I, I'm not going to take these horseshit sacks anymore, and I'm going to try and convert this. And what he's finding is, holy shit, Justin Jefferson's open in the back corner of the end zone because he took another five seconds on the play. Holy shit, Adam Thielen's open. Adam Thielen's wide open on so far, field. too. I mean, it, it's there. So that's point number one. Point number two, Seahawks dominate the Colts week one. Right. I don't buy that. I think that's Fugazi because they let the Titans all the way back in the game yep. last week. So I think we see a happy medium of whatever that team is right there and... You know, I think it is just about the same as they have just enough defense to keep them in games. I know they got big names. Yep. I, I know they do, but just enough defense. It's not living up to those names so far with the eye test. My eye test, not numbers, eye test. And then this offense, again, names, what you should think, numbers, maybe, the eye test, I think they have just enough. And I think they flub up in key situations more often than not. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Mr. Unlimited is being allowed to cook enough, mm -hmm. if he's being allowed to be clutch Russ enough, if you will. So where am I leaning? If I haven't said it, I'm taking the Vikings, smashing them in at plus one and a half. Intrigued on the money line, but I like the one and a half backing because I could see it coming all the way down to the fourth quarter again. We have one of our beloved kickers. Oh, who we talked about some stats about kickers mm. with our guest on Wise Words, episode number three, dropping at 12 p.m. Central Ayo. Standard Time today after the live show is complete in one short hour, one hour and two minutes to be exact. But that kicker's going to try it out on the field, and we're going to have another heart-beating moment that either the Vikings are going to put it through to beat the Seahawks in a bloodbath, insane 42 to 39 game. Somehow how that score happens, I don't know. But, or he misses it. And I think that's what we're going to see time and, and time. And they lose by one. And they lose by one. <laughs> and I think we're going to see that time and time yeah. and time and time and time. Or, or it's going to be 41 to 42. That's where it'll yep. be at. So I think that's what we're going to see all season long. That's my thoughts. And uh, I'll have more on Friday's show. But boy, oh boy, Vikings plus one and a half. Yeah, as far as players and X's and O's, I am right there in line with you. The thing that really also pushed me over the edge, Vikings under Mike Zimmer, 9-3 and three ATS as a home dog, 35-22-1 mm. ATS at home in any mm. spot, 32-15 mm. ATS after a loss. Damn, I'm going to have to do some damn digging for trends tomorrow. Holy and shit. non-division games, 48-28-1 under on Mike Friday. Zimmer. So uh, Mike Zimmer's been a, a home covering machine after losses. A lot of spots where this is just a spot for the Vikings. A little bit of a desperation. I don't want to see their season's over if they go 0-3, but they certainly are in a massive, massive hole. And, uh, you know, I guess the one thing that concerns me is that obviously the Seahawks don't want to go down one and two either. But I think in Minnesota, this uh, this home stadium is going to play massive dividends. I believe this is their home opener, if I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is their home opener. So that place is going to be a madhouse, man. Yeah. So and we already know what uh, what is it? The Bank, the uh, bank, of, bank America? of America, bank U.S. Of America? Bank. I think US, it's Bank of US, America. U.S. Bank, maybe. Uh, I think U.S. Bank. bank sounds right. <laughs> it might be Bank. I either fucking know. Either it's a bank of something. Who knows? <laughs> Some type either of bank. way. But it, it gets to rocking and that doggone ceiling. 
drops the decibels back down yeah. into place. We learned that kind of doing some research this weekend. Like the 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 ceiling is specially designed so when sound US goes U.S. banks. Yeah, I told you U.S. Yeah. banks sounded right. It shoots up off the ceiling and then it goes right back down onto yeah. the field. Like it's absolutely insane how they designed the place. Crazy, 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 and shit you might not have known about, but you find out about on the TTL pod, baby. So. We'll talk to you more about it. Obviously, Mike Zimmer, a absolute beast as a home favorite. Yeah, and last closing thought, we talked about on the season preview how they weren't like that last year, but how you get the fans back in there, they're going to be like that Ooh, again. We talked about that and how critical home field advantage was going to be for the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. So the more you know. Next game up on tap here, my friends. Don't you worry. Hey, boy. Tough one. See, I got a spot here, but I haven't hammered it in. I was going to hammer it in, but I said, you know what? I said should and could too many times right there. I got to talk to talk about this with my partner and with you guys on the show. You want a couple trends that might help you? Right after I lay down the matchup with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> and the LA Rams. The Now this one's fucking interesting because we know the Rams got the victory last year sure. in the regular season, but the lines flipped a few times. Bucks opened up plus one and a half. Last I checked, it was at minus one and a half for Bucks. So now the Rams have become the plus one and a half dogs. Oh, I always like to lean the pool. What do you got? Little uh Antonio Brown's gonna be questionable. Placed on the reserve COVID nineteen list. Has to whoa. pass two negative uh tests within uh or twenty four hours apart to be eligible to play on Sunday. Whoa! Okay, so I was leaning Rams plus one and a half, if I'm going to be honest with you, because I like a home dog with some points. But I'm not as confident in them as I am in the Vikings. I will just be honest yeah, with you. I, yeah, yeah. I I don't know that the Rams have played any. Who did they play last week? I apologize. They played the Bears and then they beat the Colts. Colts. Uh, yeah. I don't think that uh, we not can really to deduct. Judge yeah. yeah. I don't think we can deduct. And I know Stafford's look good. That running game. They they don't have Daryl Henderson this week, so they're they're right. going to depend on Sony Michelle. I'm okay with that. And I mean, I that's what I'm saying is like I don't think Sony Michelle has an insane game. Okay. I think uh, actually shout out to Fantasy Focus. Not that we have any relation there, but every once in a while, Daniel Dopp likes my tweets. Fucking love that shit. Daniel Dopp is the shit. Um, but all that being said, um, they have a bet going this week. Uh, Kenny on Drake versus Sony Michelle because it looks like Josh Jacobs is going to be out too. So who, what, what one of those backs is going to be better? So kind of fantasy perspective there it popped into my head. And talking about Sony Michelle, I I think he's going to be the lesser of those two backs. Okay. I I really think that Sony Michelle is going to struggle. I don't know if this LA this LA team is really all that hyped up and built for him. And I think this turns into a shootout. I think Cooper Cup puts up another thousand fantasy points again this week. I don't yeah. think that's going to be any issue. I wish it would be my fucking wide receiver one that I drafted, Robert Woods. Like, what are we doing over here, boys? Can we get him at least five targets a game? I mean, that would probably be pretty cool. Um, probably could convert those into something, maybe one of those things called a damn touchdown. But hey, who am I? What do I know? I'm obviously not. Uh, I just talk about it. I don't coach it or do it. So what do I know? Uh, that all being said, my thoughts on the two teams uh, closing out the 325 central standard time slate this upcoming sunday the bucks and the rams partner i know you're a little bit up in the air too how you feeling where yet i feel like i'm gonna have to stay away it does seem a little too easy for the bucks right i mean the way they're playing the way they're playing man. and so that kind of pushed me to the rams but like we said we just i don't know that we've seen enough for the rams to judge them what i will say as far as historical trends this one's probably not going to push me over the edge since 2003 when under two undefeated teams play each other the home team is 62 42 and 3 60 percent if the home team is a dog, it is 26 and 13, 67%. However, however, if there's anyone that doesn't give a fuck about trends like that, it's fucking Tom Brady. 
Yes, fucking Tom Brady. Actually, uh, our boy Juan's going to that game, if you didn't see there. Uh, That is sick as all can be that uh, you get to see the GOAT play in primetime. So, hey, maybe you are our good energy at that game. You are the representation of the TTL faithful, Mr. Sotelo. And what you're going to do for us is whatever side we end up hammering in is you're just going to bring that energy force <laughs> and we're going to cash the fuck out of that yeah. ticket is what I'm saying. I mean, that's how I'm feeling. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Call me fucking crazy, nah. but hey, that's what I'm feeling. So all that being said, a uh, couple more games here. We have the, I'll actually save the Monday night game too. Uh, we'll save a lot yep. of the winningness there, but uh, Sunday night game. Yo, Green Bay Packers of Lambeau Field go to San Francisco to play the 49ers of no longer Candlestick Stadium. What the hell is it called? Uh, it is Levi Stadium. Levi Stadium. Get you, get you good old pair of them Levi's there, boy. One of them old Copenhagen rings on the back pocket. You know what I'm talking about. Now, that all being said, partner. We ain't got no Southern teams playing in this one, so I'm going to drop that accent. And we are going (laughs) – you like that transition? We are going to look at this a little bit um, with an unbiased eye, Uh if we will. I like the Packers plus the three and a half. I do. Okay. I know you're emotionally scarred from the games in the past from the 49ers, so it's always hard yeah. in these games for you uh, to really hammer in a side. And traveling West Coast for my pack. Oh, I know it's so hard for them. And – I like the three and a half, especially with the rebound we saw. But man, oh man, I said it on yesterday's show, and I know you were g- you give me it a little bit, but I'm still just a little concerned about this this pack. And I think this is one of those games that man, oh man, I've, uh, but the, it's going to be a letdown. But I also think that the three and a half is the fucking key number right. that you take the underdogs, and the pack's going to get it done. So I will say, I as far as if I'm being unbiased, I because I am biased, I will probably stay away, if that makes any sense. But, uh, you know, you're right. This team has scarred me f- two years ago, what they did in two games to my pack. However, I do think we might be catching them in a spot that might be favorable for us. Shanahan, 8-18-1 eight and, and one ATS as a favorite in San Francisco. 8-18-1? and 8-18-1. 2-7 okay. ATS in first game home after a multi-game road trip. Ooh. So that one's interesting. Ooh. And where were they? They were in Detroit and then Philly. Philly so now it's so going all bang, the way back now. to the West Coast. Ooh. That would be what uh, what's helping me out. And... Uh, I mean, it really is going to come down to, I mean, you kind of talked about it as Packers defense has to play Shit. any type of uh, more competently. Competent. <laughs> uh, and I'm like we said, we're not really counting the second half of the Lions game because it was wet, wet, wet. So, of course, I'm going to be leaning towards my pack in the three and a half because it is a key number and yeah. those things that I just said. But, uh, you know, I, I as far as my expert opinion, if I do say so, I will have to stay away. Yeah, I think so. I don't know, but uh, this is uh, the Sunday night has kind of turned into me as all right. How did uh, the parlays? How did the straights go? Yeah, kind of how the day go, and and, uh, and and they've gone really well so yeah. far. So I've been able to like, okay, you know what? I can risk it with the three and a half. And I did last weekend with the Ravens. I said, fuck it, I'm gonna risk it a little bit more and sprinkle on the money line, sure. and it paid off. Sure so did. I got a couple parlays in the works. I got my weekly teaser working. Stupid Steelers. I'm leaving them out of it this week so they don't crush me. Packers and a teaser. Get them up to 10, maybe. Get them up to 10. You can buy a seven. You'd have to get some good legs going with that. I honestly wouldn't mind only buying three. Honestly, I, I yeah. I wouldn't mind getting them up like to 10. Like in my eyes, either they win or they get 
weeks, you know. Yeah. Like depending, depending on Friday's show, I know I didn't. Uh, the last two weeks, I haven't said anything about it. But um, on Friday's show, I'll dish out that teaser. I haven't dished mm. it out. I'm glad I didn't for you guys because it would have been a fucking loser because the stupid Steelers. Back-to-back weeks. It mm. was, or, or no, it was the Bills playing the Steelers. Yeah. And then I took the Steelers, and the Steelers screwed me. So they screwed me in their games back-to-back weeks. So stay off that topic. I, I, we'll, we'll leave the losing teasers in the past. That all being said, got some parlays, got some stuff popping going on. So I'll, I'll, I'll share those out and about yeah. uh, this weekend. That all being said, Philadelphia versus the Dallas Star closes out week three mm-hmm. of the NFL regular season yeah. on Monday Night Football. Hopefully the Manning cast continues just to be absolutely electric. Yeah. Uh, got to slide on over to the bet cast. Check yeah, that out check a that little bit out. more. It was interesting, man. We I... actually might have discussed that with our guest of the day uh-huh. for today's Wise Words episode, <laughs> episode number three, yeah. dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time in a very short 52 minutes overall. And, you know, he might have some inside information on these uh, ESPN shows. What do I know? What do we know? What do you got, though? What are no, you saying? All I was going to say, as far as the Manning cast, I've enjoyed the hell out of him. It was just an interesting experience watching my favorite team on it, though. It was so weird. And I was like, oh, because the one thing I love hearing a lot of the crowd noise and the game noise, and they kind of dampen that a little bit. Mm. And so that's the one thing that I would, if I had to change anything, would bring in, especially when it's a, the Monday night at Lambeau. That was the only thing I was missing. At one point, I was like, damn, can I, like, get the main feed on my screen and the Peyton cast Manning cast on the side. But then it was just, I, I obviously I can't drown out the main analysis. So it was just right. both of them talking. I'm just like, Nope, this ain't yeah, it. This that's ain't no it. good. That's no good at all. Well, anyways, I love the Manning cast so, so far. I, I, uh, no complaints overall. No, not I, at all. I, I just, uh, you know, a lot of the guys that they bring on just aren't, um, well, like I, I was for me, it was like, oh, Brett Favre. Like I can't miss. They're just Brett not Favre. camera facing. Like, like, like Brett Favre's not camera facing. I was like, like I Brett can't Favre's, miss Brett Favre, but he's yeah, and he, he's just <laughs> just staring. It looks like looks other. like he just golfed thirty six holes. Has been out in the sun for the last <laughs> yeah. twelve years. And he I couldn't. Mean, they, he was supposed to be on in the first quarter. He couldn't figure oh, it out, and then he was on. And oh my gosh, I it was all types of goofy. Because I think because so. Brett's a funny guy. Like you give him some coaching. Like I think he would be great on. Yeah, he would. The guys that they've had on have just they are not camera facing in their day-to-day <laughs> lives and they're just like they freeze or up like gronk happens. everyone loves gronk and it was kind of a train wreck but it was kind of a train wreck but it was uh, it was a yeah, beautiful was train wreck yeah. you have to yeah. watch it and uh, you know it's funny like i feel like gronk is maybe one of the only ones that can really get away with that yeah you know? oh 100 right like far so. like for me it was like all right i, I even i love watching this train wreck for Favre because it's my fucking guy Favre. but yeah it's you get these guys uh yeah at least a little bit on the same page here well, there's that Anyways. rabbit hole. We love the Manning cast, <laughs> uh, all that being said. But we have Monday's show to talk even more in yeah. depth, and we're already I here about gone too 11 deep into it. So, yeah, I haven't gone very deep into the Eagles and boys yet, but uh, don't worry. We'll Seems like everything. it might be a trap, though. Seems I don't know. Seems like it certainly will be, but, hey, we'll uh, we'll discuss it. We'll Still don't know enough about the Eagles. We'll go through the picks, the props. Mon- next Monday's show, that is going to be September the 27th, if I am not mistaken. You are correct. Believe- Ooh, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, it's right on the fucking <laughs> right screen. screen. My goof ass. Uh, all that being said. Yeah, there you go, my that friends. The entire week three, NFL week three, season gambling preview, a little bit of rabbit holes, a little bit of nonsense, a little bit of analysis, insights, trends, everything in between is a wrap. Hey, oh. You choose paper or plastic. Mm-hmm. All right, it's off the screen. It's done. 11 11. Oh, ooh, make a wish. All right. Nice. Let's keep it rocking. Keep it going. How about that? That was pretty doggone sweet. Uh, That all being said, now, 
fucking child. It's not yet children. Sorry, I was with you oh, on well, that. Children. I fully embrace that title, pal, because I still eat fucking fruit snacks and popsicles every every once in a yeah, while. So, hey, you know what? I'm a kid at heart, but Anyways. I still like bankrupting <laughs> books. So I'm a doggone man in the heart. So eh, either way, whatever, whatever you like to see. But all right, enough rabbit holes, enough nonsense. Uh, actually, more rabbit holes, more nonsense. I apologize. It is time to put the betting, the analysis, the trends to bed and wrap up episode number 130 of the Talking the Line podcast with the first portion, first segment, first part, first everything. You know how it goes if you're a part of the TTL faithful. If you don't, you're about to find out how it goes. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 130, that aforementioned one, on this BEA beautiful September 22nd, 2021. All right, let's keep this about NFL gambling, my friend. Oh, Let's give a little futures update here. Oh. Let me get your gun to your head. Obviously, I'm not making you lock any of these bad boys in, but gun to your head. Pick on uh, through week two for some fucking... Uh, Future awards here for the NFL. We've got the MVP race. Patrick Mahomes leading the pack as far as odds. He is at plus 500. You can still, this is about the time where, uh, you know, it might even be more profitable to wait till week two. I didn't hammer any uh, MVP awards. I don't know that I still will, but gun to my head, you got Mahomes plus 500, Murray and Brady 600. Stafford plus oh, a that's thousand. A lie. I put a fucking, I put a quarter on your, your fucking. Oh guy, yeah, you but did. Then that's everybody right. and their fucking dogs. Hey, he could bounce it. back. He's still at plus twelve hundred. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Josh Allen plus thirteen. Uh, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott plus fourteen. Lamar Jackson plus sixteen. Derek Carr and Justin Herbert at plus two thousand. And then it drops off after that. I didn't write down anyone else after that. No real MVP play for me as of yet because. It's still tough. I think it's still tough. Mahomes is, hasn't yeah. really done typical Mahomes stuff. Yeah, Allen has been good, but we still got Week One in I mean, the fucking basket. Brady would be the uh, two week two, two week honestly MVP. two week MVP. The Kyler season, Murray, I guess. Season ends today. Yeah, Kyler Murray or Brady would be where I would kind of lead. That's kind of where my thoughts were. Um, yeah, outside of that, I, think, I don't really know. I think if I, I'm leaning, I don't know if I'm leaning towards Murray, but Murray is interested in me because if they ended up being a 11, 12 win team. And nobody else has an over-the-top ridiculous season. Sure. He might be the fucking guy. So I saw Overway next one up on your screen yep. there, right? Yes, sir. Offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. We are sitting at Mac Jones at plus three hundred. Justin Fields plus four. Uh, Trevor Lawrence down to plus seven hundred. Uh, he was the favorite going into the season. I can't remember if Jones t- took over that number one before the season after he got the start. I don't remember. Regardless, mm-hmm. he's at plus seven hundred. Trey Lance hasn't played yet. He's at plus eight fifty. Zach Wilson, Najee Harris, uh, Jamar Chase at plus 1,200. Demonte Smith, 16. Kyle Pitts, 2,000. Uh, longer shots, Rondale Moore, Jalen Waddle, 2,500. Mm. Javante Williams, your guy. And mm. uh, I added Trey Sermon on there because he might, uh, with the injuries to the 49ers backfield, those two are at plus 4,000. Hey, we're still holding out. Javante Williams, I told you week four. Told you week four, okay. right around in that okay. ballpark. Mr. Gordon is going to start looking old, okay. and he's going to take over okay. that backfield, that being Javante Williams. So I still like that. Also lost my shit when you said Rondell Moore. Yep. Has yep. looked even better <laughs> yeah. than my projections right. early in the season. Like a month and a half ago, you yep. know, I was sitting in this exact chair losing my mind about him. He had that wild touchdown with okay. Yeah. So I, hey, 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 that might be worth a little sprinkly dinkly do if if i do so, so you're not please. taking your guy field hold on hold on okay okay so he comes in that was my closing <laughs> point he comes in this past week uh-huh. with the dalton injury mm-hmm. 
plays pretty well. He he has obviously has the sack, the fumble, gets it back. What was impressive that he he fought to get that back sure. with having the lineman jump sure. on his head. That that I mean, dude, the I know what we're, what Justin Fields is. I've said it time and time again. I've watched him since he played high school ball. I know what he is as a fucking competitor and mm-hmm. as a mental mm-hmm. fucking dog. Mm-hmm. And Bears fans are just slowly becoming more and more preppy to mm-hmm. it. And like even if they might have been an Ohio State fan, you really didn't see all of it at Ohio State. Like he. It was, have to get it, was, it was cool. Have to get yeah, it was cool runnings at Ohio State. And like I've seen Justin Fields play like this before, and he is a downright dog. So he comes in here speaking a dog into the dog pound and has a fucking week and starts putting up stats. Covers. Covers. I feel better late in the seven and a half with him than I would with Andy Dalton, I tell you that. And they have no reason to bench Dalton af- or bench Fields after yeah. three solid weeks of play, and he just continues to stack on the numbers. If he stacks on the numbers, uh, that's what the NFL Honors Awards are all based on. So, give me fucking Justin Fields. Yeah, I honestly, I like, I try to talk myself into one of these receivers, uh, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, even Rondell Moore. But then at the yeah. end of the day, it's hard for me to say that one of these quarterbacks, if they play the entire season, Mac Jones, Justin Field, and it's not going to be one of those guys. Yeah, and I think you can get away as a quarterback, especially as a rookie, not playing maybe even through week four yeah. and still get sure, the numbers sure, sure, sure. and be in that yeah, overweight yeah. conversation. I would say so. What are we looking at for D-Roy? Uh, D-Roy, I didn't add too many names, uh, but Micah Parsons and Patrick Sertan. Woo! Looks like Carson Wentz will be our starter for Sunday. Not jumping off the boat yet, but he has been spotted and it is is present and is working in walkthroughs today. So very, very, very good news to hear. So just got even more excited about my Colts plus five and a half. Those two, those two, them and the Bengals. I do believe those are going to be my doggies of the okay. weekend. But partner, I apologize. No, Continue on. That just <laughs> that hyped me though. That was very important. Let's ride. Uh, Mike Parsons, Patrick Sertain, both plus 400. Jamin Davis plus seven. Your guy, JOK. And JC Horn plus a thousand. That, yeah, that's Michael wild. Parsons has looked pretty damn so solid though. So good, man. I, I was talking a boatload of shit. I wasn't saying I wasn't talking shit, but I was just that. As far as this award is concerned. Yeah, yeah. he's not, yeah, he's not going to touch that i love him what and man he's looking real weeks, good he's come out and he's, he's a jack knight. so hey um mr parsons if anybody that watches this show does know him and heard any of the words i said that he wasn't going to be very good apparently i've pissed you off so continue to do what you're doing but please don't come and eat me for breakfast at any point in time might be i worth would really look. appreciate it but it might be, might be worth, worth a look. look i still got jok hammered yep. in I still think he can get the numbers. Still got Jalen um, Phillips here. Yeah, yeah. still Jalen Phillips. I think is is going to take a little bit of time uh, to get really worked into that team. And maybe he doesn't have success here this week. I'm still bought in. Maybe if we don't see anything by week four, I think he can get through three weeks and still put up the numbers through week four. So I, I'm still riding heavy on JOK. Okay. That is Jeremiah Owusu-Kormoa of the Cleveland Browns, if you did not know. But I'm still riding pretty heavy on All him. right. Fair enough. Uh, defensive player of the year. I think this one's about uh, as wide open, and uh, I don't know that you can hammer it. really mad, dude. Yeah, I, I think it's still wide open. Do- Aaron Donald, plus 650, still the leader in the house. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, Miles Garrett, like plus 200. I don't remember. But Miles Garrett, plus 700. Chandler Jones, plus 1,000. Uh, you know, if he keeps putting up five sacks, then yeah, that's going to be his. But obviously, we don't think that's going to happen. TJ Watt plus a thousand, Nick Bosa fourteen hundred, and Joey Bosa plus two thousand. My boy ain't even on the doggone list anymore, yeah. man. He ain't even on the doggone list anymore. I, I did sprinkle a half or on. Uh, I did half because I wanted two guys. I did Chase Jay. Young and Miles Garrett. So yeah. I'm still feeling solid about Miles Garrett there. 
Yeah, I, I am too. That man, it really worries me. I actually, I said it earlier on in the show when we talked about the football team. You, my friends, all of you actually watching this show, anybody tuning in, you have more sacks or the ex- same exact amount. same amount of sacks yeah. as our my guy Chase Young, who I was so <laughs> high on, with actually 113 less times that you touched the football <laughs> yeah. field and had to line up from yep. another human being. So. Very, very upsetting. Very, very upsetting. Makes me feel decent about the football team because I do think he's got some, uh, you know. I think he can go through the yeah. roof, but man, that. <laughs> as far as that, his award, though. That was my key. Banging away my NFL honors blog. Oh, yeah. Chase Young is going to bump mm-hmm. up those sacks numbers. He was at seven and a half last year. He's going to bump. Well, we ain't seeing it so far. So I, I know we still got 15 more weeks of ball left to play. So he's got plenty of opportunities to do so. We could rattle off a couple of back-to-back five-sack games, do some crazy shit like that for sure. But I'm a little bit concerned about yep. that future bet. All right, last one. I only wrote one name down because you can still catch him at plus money. Dak Prescott, comeback player of the year, plus Lock. 120. Lock. It's only plus 120. Still catch him at plus, uh, they plus keep money. They staying in shootouts, yeah. man. I don't give a shit if no. they have a winning season or not. Don't He's matter. getting it. Like, he looks so good. Dude. I don't think – I think the next close – like I said, I didn't write anybody else down. Probably I think CMC. next close is 700. I think it's CMC. I would yeah. say so because he's – Saquon, he, people are talking Saquon, Saquon – fucking ghost so oh man uh if you're a giants fan if you bought high on saquon i'm sorry man he i, I they i think they've limited I'm him gonna say but it. Still. i'm gonna i'm gonna say it dude he he's damaged goods i'm gonna say it i don't think we ever see the same saquon ever okay uh, i know you might think i'm crazy i might be jumping off that might be the hot take of the season but I think that's I don't, I don't a little know early that, but i don't, I don't hate what you're saying i don't know that we see the same saquon i don't know that it is at least not in new york not in New York. They're, they're not going to be able to run him like they want to run okay. him. And it scares the fuck out of me. So, hot take. Hot take central. There you go. Yes, there sir. you have it. All right. That's all I got. All you got? That's all I got. Thank you for your sidebar party. I appreciate it. Of course. Had a lot of banter and nonsense and everything going on in between uh, now and uh, then as well. So, plenty of stuff to uh, rewatch, go through, watch again, whatever you guys might have uh, missed there. But that all being said couple of key announcements before we wrap this up with my Motivation Minutes. Get you guys back on about your Wednesdays. A little bit of time to uh, get yourself a bathroom break so then you can tune in to the premiere of Wise Words episode number three. Now that all being said, my friends, how about let's hit on that uh, aforementioned show. Yeah, if you didn't know, Wise Words, we have uh, our additional pod that comes out every single Wednesday, every single week with an electric, sharp, bright nuclear power plant individual specifically out of the sports gambling industry now we have somebody from the worldwide leader that's right espn as our guest for today's show we got about uh, 40 minutes of his time about 45 minutes of his time uh before he had some kiddos to send upon him so a couple more hints for you there but absolutely electric talk um we talked about the current state of the sports betting market, where it was, where it is going. We talked about live betting, some things we could see within the next few years. Mm-hmm. We talked about football. We talked about golf. We got some ridiculous insights on golf. And then we just dove into a bunch of randomness here, there, and everywhere in the world of sports yep. betting. And then I told you, too, we talked about kickers and some key insights and trends and stuff to close out the show. So some things to really, really key into, guys, that I think – not I think I know because I've already rewatched it twice editing it and I have picked up on something else new and learned something new from the conversation. So if I can do it and I was the one present in the doggone conversation, I hope that you guys choose to be present there as well. So again, dropping in 37 short minutes 
Wise Words, episode number three, featuring, not going to tell you yet, dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Outside of that, no other real major updates. We got some other content, some stuff we're working on in the background. We actually got um, some pretty exciting content coming right around the bend in a couple of weeks that we are... Um, yeah, that's kind of 100%, oh, yeah. right? <clears throat> so, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, so we're pretty much 100% on that. Not going to tell you what that is. That's going to be some pre-recorded stuff, though. And uh, how can I say it? You might just see us live in prime time right next to you while you're smashing down a burger in a parking lot Ooh, somewhere. Maybe. How, about, like that's that? a, <laughs> that's, how about that? That's a hit and a half. That's a hit and a half, baby. So... We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see, see what. We'll see. Maybe, maybe look to your left, look to your right. The next, uh, the next parking lot you're drinking a beer and having a burger in. Sure. Just uh, maybe you see a recording device and maybe some lights. I don't know. Maybe you see something. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. That all being said, outside of that, stay, uh, stay locked in to uh, the the link tree. If you uh, have not, we always update our latest social platforms, content, everything there. If uh, you don't feel like going through the link tree, you don't want to do all that, but you do have the interweb, just hit that plus button up there. Type in talkingtheline.com, and you'll go to our website. You'll see our blogs, our additional content, our best bets of the day. You can bet right from our website, and you can sign up for any book on the market right from our website. You can check all types of different shit right from our website. We also have a couple of different tabs for the pod, so you can stay up to date with everything going on there. And then the homepage, which is just loaded with nothing but info, my friends. So check it out, talkingtheline.com. And at the bare minimum, if you do have the Bird app, follow us at Talking the Line because that's where we are the most active, most updates, everything like that. But also on InstaSlam at Talking underscore the underscore line. But then again, you can just go to this episode's description and find all of that in the Talking the Line link tree. While you're there, and before you go any further, and if you haven't already, I don't know why, because it's how I start every doggone show. Smash that subscribe button. Turn on that notification bell. Make sure you hit that like button as well. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating if you are listening to the audio version on your favorite podcast directory. Make sure you hit that share button too. Send it on over yonder to your friends, your enemies, your sisters, your uncles, your brothers, your neighbors, your grandparents for crying out loud. I have a gambling grandmother who tunes into the show and absolutely loves the insights and analysis. Everybody is welcome. At the TTL pod, my friends, first time betters, daily degenerates, please subscribe, hit that like button and that notification bell. Never miss another live show or any additional TTL content dropping. Outside of that, looks like we are in business to wrap up this show the only way we know how, my friend. Let's go. Make sure as well you come back around the bend. Tomorrow's back to business as usual. Thursday night. Thursday night football. We got that. And then Friday's show. NFL and college football special, our entire cards for the whole weekend. Like I told you, I pretty much have my college football card built. Um, I'm going to go through a couple more things tonight and tomorrow, get them finalized. I'm going to try again and not have any more than 15. I'm going to try and keep it to 10 so we can have a good, good, good volume betting day. Um, Again, I'll talk to you about increasing the units because I increased my units last week. I've increased them again, but we got to be very calm, very patient, very tentative when we do this because it's just about slowly build making money in this racket you know what we do so that'll all be coming on friday show and then we'll have monday night football next monday Mm -hmm. so the next three shows nothing but cash and fucking tickets that's all it is so all that being said that officially does it let's wrap things up the only way we know how and 
the only way we possibly can, and the only show that does it on the market, as far as I'm aware. If you've seen somebody else that does it, please make us aware, and I'd love to connect with them and have them on sure. for the next segment. That'd be pretty sweet, but I ain't seen it. If you got it, you got it somewhere else, let me know. But it's now time for my Motivation Minutes of the day. All right. I gots to confess, my friends. I gots to confess. I ain't perfect. I am not a saint. I tell you time and time again, I am not a genius. I am not a swarmy. I am not a swaman. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about half the time, but I've found things in this life that have helped me survive this thing called life. Told you at the beginning of the show, was dealing with some adversity yesterday, um, some pretty severe adversity. And I told you, you know, I, I tell you guys a lot, oh, you look at your adversity, you're standing on the battlefield and the enemy lights up their flaming arrows and starts shooting them at you one by one. And your duty is just to grab them and snap them over your knee and keep it going. Well, I realized that sometimes that just ain't possible. Sometimes, I told you at the beginning of the show, you get on that battlefield and they roll out a catapult and it's about a ball that's about 100 feet in circumference and they light it up and they shoot that thing. And it don't matter if you run left, you run right, or you got 10,000 pounds of armor. It's coming at you and you're going to have to eat it. And I had a little bit of those moments yesterday. And I flew off the handle in a few situations that I shouldn't have. And said some things I shouldn't have. And I had to walk back some things. And you never like to get in those situations. And that's what I try and help you guys avoid. But what I wanted to just do is be honest with you guys that I still face those things. I still do those things. So how did I get out of it? How did I come to terms with everything that was going on and get myself back on the right page? Well, two things. Number one, and this is not the main thing, but this has kind of came to me. And I want you guys to remember this, that it's okay to walk away. If you're in a situation that's not good, if you're face, even if you're face to face with somebody and you're in a situation and you can feel the tension rising and you can feel things happening that you might lose control of your emotions, fuck what anybody else thinks. Walk out of the room. Take 30 seconds and breathe. Because if they get mad at you for that, for trying to control yourself, then maybe you did have a reason to get mad in the first place. And that's okay. It's all right. Because most of the time it is. We don't just get mad and fly off the handle for no reason a lot of the time. Sure, there's a lot of small things we do, but a lot of the times it's worthy. It's not unprovoked. But the next time you get that, instead of just going, remember that it's okay to just walk out of the room for 30 seconds. Take a couple deep breaths say, okay, those first thoughts are gone. I'm not responsible for my first thoughts, but I am responsible for my first actions. And that's what you got to remember. But the key thing that helped me get out of it is I had to look myself in the mirror and ask myself this question. And this is the message of the day is what kind of role model are you being? What kind of role model are you being? And that kind of smacked me in the chest when I asked myself that. And sure, nobody was watching. Nobody knew that I was shit you guys wouldn't have even known nobody would have even really known except the people that were involved but how could I be okay with myself acting that way 
and then trying to come on this show and give you guys motivation minutes. What kind of a role model am I? So I suppose I wanted to challenge you to ask yourselves that question today. What kind of a role model are you being? And we're all role models. Whether you like it or not, whether you think you are or not, there's somebody out there that looks up to you. There's somebody out there that sees your drive, your motivation, the way you carry yourself in a specific situation, and they try to mold themselves in that specific situation after you. You may not think so, but I guarantee you it's happening right now. And whether you do it behind closed doors or in front of everybody, what you do actually behind closed doors is what then in turn comes out in front of everybody. You become the habits that you make. And, you know, it was difficult. It was difficult to have that conversation with myself and say, hey, pal, what type of a role model are you being right now? Colts Motivation Minutes and you're acting like this. I don't think we're going to be doing this. I don't think this is how we're going to handle ourselves because this is not the way somebody who is a role model should handle themselves. And I don't know who's watching. I don't know who needs to hear these things. I don't know anybody I come in contact with that feels my energy, my vibe, my peace that I, that I give off that would want to see me losing my shit. And, you know, I, I hope you guys can take some time to really think about this and really think about what key areas and really start to realize that even the smallest, most minuscule action, somebody might take note of that. Somebody might pass off that bad behavior as okay, as for them to do that too, because somebody they look up to and is successful in one area or the other, they think it's okay to do that as well, and it's not. So think about what kind of a role model you're being today. Ask yourself, what kind of a role model am I? And if you can't look yourself in the mirror in the eyes and ask yourself that question, you already got your answer, bub. <laughs> you ain't even got to look. So just a little something to think about. I know it's a little heavy. I want to be truthful and honest with you guys, though, because I never like to do these things. And, and like I say, I know no man, no swam, and I ain't no genius. I, I just tell you guys things that uh, help me survive life. And this little bit helped me survive the last 12 hours. <laughs> help me not strangle somebody, <laughs> if you will. So sometimes motivation minutes are going to be something that I might have just applied in my own life and have helped me got through and get through. And I don't know who needed to hear it. I don't know which way you needed to hear it, but whoever did, and you're, you're now questioning it, go look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself today, not for me, but for you, what kind of a role model am I being today? And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Good stuff, my man. I'll save some time because we're at an hour and a half. But, I mean, I love what you said about, uh, you know, you may not realize that you're a role model to everyone. But, uh, you know, there might be – it might even be the smallest thing. Maybe some person that you see once a week and you don't even consider them as friends. Maybe they might look up to you. You never know, man. Yeah. You, never know. You, you don't know. And that's what I had to realize. And who knows, maybe the person that I reacted the way I reacted to might have looked up to me as a role model. Sure. And, and then the other thing I like what you said is, uh, uh, oh, I lost it. 
Goodness gracious. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> it's maybe that person looked up to me and maybe that I just treated them that way. They get in the same situation. And they think that that's okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And that's someone else seeing it and thinking that behavior that's is okay. Not, yeah. That's, that's not, uh, that's not Colts motivation minutes. That's not what I put out in this world. That's not what I do. So I'm man enough to admit when I fook up, if things, hey, these things happen, we are all humming beans, you know, life's, life's a challenge. Life's a beach. We're going to play in the sand from time to time. It's all right. But I will promise you that I will continue to lay down some motivation minutes, give you that inspiration we all need. And clearly I still need, even though I do it every single day to help us survive this thing called life. So that's officially my motivation minutes of the day. You're right, partner. Right at an hour and 35 minutes, I have lost my one slide underneath the table. So we're just going to leave it there and we're going to get this show closed out the only way we know how. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide from myself, and mags thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 130 of the talking the line podcast we cannot tell you how much we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts we appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you the ttl faithful the new ones of you have just stumbled upon the pod or ttl sports media in general we cannot tell you enough thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you we will see you back around the bend on tomorrow's show Episode number 131, Thursday Night Football, Carolina Panthers, Houston Texans, 7.20 p.m. Central Standard Time kick. It will be another loaded show, picks, props, plays, and more. You'll be able to find it all. Make sure you tune into that one so you can stay with us, but also follow us on the Action app and check us out at TalkingTheLine.com so you can stay with us at the end of every single show, but not before. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your wednesday unless you have any other plans appreciate the hell out of you my friends let's cash some tickets wise words wednesday wise words wednesday don't forget bear down